Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 10, Vibhuti Yoga, Yoga of Divine Glory. The Bhagavan said that one who knows me as Ajaha Adihi Sarvaloka Maheshwaram, one who knows me as unborn, beginningless, and also the Lord of all the beings. Such a person will be liberated from all the sorrow. Such a person will come to my being. So he says, the I in myself, I in yourself, I in himself, I in herself, is ajaha, unborn, but also Lord of my being. One who knows this, he is liberated from all confusions, delusions and sorrows. And said, all the qualities which you see in this world, ahinsa, samata, tapaha, tusti, yas, danaha, apiyas, also infamy, they all come out of me. All the good qualities and all the negative qualities which we see in this world manifesting in prakriti, they are also come out of me alone. And so one who knows this will be liberated and will come to me. And therefore he says, Tesam Satata Yuktanam. Those who are constantly worshipping me, Bhajatam Pritipa will lovingly worshipping me as thus, beginningless, unborn, Lord of all the beings. Dadami Buddhi Yogam. Right now I am not capable of recognizing him. Only by his grace. I will be able to recognize him. That's not something I need to accomplish. It's not something I can accomplish. This is not my siddhi. That I have done this and then I accomplish this. You know, dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mama upayanti de. Then the way is shown. The goal is shown and then the path is shown. How do you come to me to become me, become my being, which is sorrowless, pristine, is to contemplate on that. But satatam, not once in a while, that thought should be a constant thought in your mind. Preeti Purvakam, lovingly. Then you shall come to me. And then Arjuna said, I understood all of that, but show me a way how I can contemplate on that because I am not capable of doing so. So, why Bhagavan is saying I am the best among everything but not the rest of it? When he again says I am in everything. Because Arjuna's question, tell me how should I meditate upon you? How should I come to realize you so that I can contemplate upon you? 
So it is something similar to if somebody comes to this class who come from a village where there was no electricity and never experienced electricity before and we start talking about electricity and he says, what are you talking about? What is electricity? He says, all these outlets which you see, it has electricity. You plug anything to put your finger, you will realize it. He said, no, but what is electricity? All you can say, the brightest bulb in the room. Because we can make him perceive, see the presence of the electricity only by something we can perceive, see and feel and touch. The two pundits were arguing about electricity. Once they put a finger, there was no word they require. Maunam, with each other's looking at the face, they know what electricity is all about. So when the two realized people, when they meet each other, they don't need any words. They know exactly what the self is. For us, we need all kinds of similes and analogies and upamas. So Bhagavan said, so now I'll give you pointers where you can find my presence easily. Therefore, he is saying, I'm the best among all this. So the first few examples we have seen come from Vedic traditions. Aditya, Ravi, Ansuman. And then he basically goes down to Puranic example. Aswattaha Sarvavrakshanam Devarshinam Chanaradaha Gandharvanam Chitrarathaha Siddhanam Kapilo Munihe Aswatha, the people tree. In our culture, people is very holy tree. They are worshipped. They are also called the abode of ghosts. Bhutnuvas, people. Manifest and unmanifest, both are represented in people. Among all the trees, I'm people tree. Because it signifies unending life. Constantly regenerating itself. Also, its nature of giving, as we discussed, the tree gives all that it has without expecting anything back from you. Aswatha name was given where people used to come and tie their horses. So therefore, Aswatha, it has a big canopy. It is appropriate to have any transaction. There's a banyan tree. As Banyas used to make transit the banyan tree. So among all the trees, I'm the most giving, most comforting, where you can feel my praise. Aswatthaha Sarvavrakshana. Devarsinam cha Naradaha. Among the Devarishis, I'm Narad. Naras is the celestial seer, but he has a unique quality. He doesn't only stay in heaven. He comes down to earth and act like a joker and in the end ends up guiding people what is right and what is wrong. So he is unique among all the Rishis that he has connection in both worlds. So we always say, well, find somebody who has access in both parties on right side and left side. He will be the best mediator. So among Devaris is Narada. Narada can not only guide the heavenly being, but also guide the mortal being. What is right, what is wrong. So all these stories, that meeting Narada, people change. Narada is a missionary, as Swamiji says. He wants to convert people into truth. So there are stories about how Narada came down and then showed this and told this to the person, and the person realized what is right and wrong. So he is a great missionary in making mortals realize their immortality. Gandharvanam Chitra Rathaha. Gandharvas are the musicians in heaven. And they also have obviously superstars. 
the chitras is the superstar among them all and he had never been unseated from his superstar status he was always the best among all gandharvas among those celestial entertainers our mind and our senses are entertaining us all the time and the best entertainer we have is our mind that's the chitrarath chitrarath one who has a very very fancy chariot is chitrarath what goes the fastest in our life our mind mind has the fanciful chariot it can go anywhere it wants no visas required no ban from any government can stop you from childhood i see my granddaughter can entertain herself by herself she will create all the characters i am a teacher i am also student i am also winner i am also loser all characters are in her you know and she will be playing and say no no dada you become the teacher now we are all students so now i am medha then so now i am alisa and i am also aishwarya so the mind can take you wherever you want to go whatever the world you want to create and entertain you it is the superstar among all superstars so gandharvanam chitrarathah siddhanam kapilo munihe siddha accomplished one but from our puranic in our mythological perspective siddhi is the superhuman power of siddhi he said he was a great siddha when he said stop the rain stopped right there or when he said you burn and it will burn so this is a superhuman accomplishments called siddhi siddhi is our powers riddhi is our faculties siddhi and riddhi siddhi and riddhi are Ganesha's two wives. Ganesha is wedded to Siddhi and Riddhi. What is the job of Ganesha to remove all obstacles? How does he remove it? Siddhi and Riddhi. Powers and faculties. When you invoke them both, you remove all obstacles from your path. So Siddhanam, among the accomplished ones who achieve the superhuman powers, that beyond a average person can accomplish i'm kapilamuni i'm muni kapila so he's not talking about siddhis such as we have heard about that he can say stop rain and stop rain stops or he says burden wall burns muni one who has control over his mind is a muni so kapila is the one who has a complete total control over his mind by that control he achieved the siddhi siddhi of what keeping that truth always in his mind and be connected to it kapilamuni is also the author of sankhya philosophy so he is considered the best among all siddhas sankhya philosophy is considered the most logical among all darshanas so ever bhagwan said among the munis those who have achieved control over their mind i am kapila muni next uchchay shravasam aswanam among the horses i am uchchay shrava so now gradually we are moving from vedic to puranic the story of samudra manthan is in several puranas but bhagavat 
in particular Mahabharat and also Vishnu Purana. As the story goes, Durvasa gives a shrap to all the devas that thou shalt lose all your powers. So now they are in danger of getting destroyed by all the dhanavas. Vishnu have a diplomatic way of saying, well, let's make some treaty with dhanavas. We are not going to win. We lost all our powers. Let's make some treaty with this dhanavas. So get together and say, look, we both can benefit if we do this. Win-win situation here. If we can churn this milky ocean, we can get the nectar out of it, then we all will be immortals. Nobody can kill us. Dhanavata thought that looks like a good idea. And Vishnu has told his people, I'll make sure that only we get the nectar. They don't. You don't worry about it. So they made obviously pact to put joint efforts to churn the ocean. And as all of you know, Mandar Parvat became the churning rod and Vasuki became the trope, one side, devas make sure they are on the tail side of the Vasuki, and Dhanavas on the mouth. These are all Puranic stories trying to give us a philosophical concept. The milky ocean is our consciousness. When we churn our consciousness with our mind, then all the wealth comes out of your consciousness. So one side is the Dhanavas and other side is Devas. One side is my negative tendencies and other side my positive tendencies. And they, when the churning this in myself, all different things will come out, all great things will come out. But you don't need to stop at them. If you stop at the Siddhi, as I give example all the time, I'm going to New York, and if I stop at a rest area, which seems so enchanting, you know, Burger King, Pizza Hut, where, what else do I need? Let me stop here. I said, no. All these 14 great things come out, they never stopped. They continued churning the ocean till the nectar came out. So that's an indication of how you should be working in your life. Many things came out. One thing came out was the flying horse. All horses can run, but this is a flying horse. So... It was given to Indra. Obviously, they gave all the things which came out to an appropriate person. Ucheshava was a flying horse given to Indra because Indra the king of all the gods. Among the horses am Ucheshava. Viddhi mam amrutod bhavam. I came out of that quest for nectar. The flying horse came out. I am that among the horses. Airavatam gajendranam. And then the next thing came out was Airavat four tusked elephants. But again, it was given to Indra. So Indra has both the flying horse and Airava. He is a big ego. So he need to be given. But then a lot of things came out in that journey, including halahal, which is poison. The poison came out of that too. So now everybody was ready to accept everything, but nobody was ready to accept halahal. So who gets the benefit? Mahadev. So they go to Mahadev and say, you can save us. Otherwise the poison will poison the entire cosmos. So Mahadev said, no problem, I'll drink it. So he was drinking it. Parvati realized, what is he doing? He's always in trouble because he's so gullible. So he ran and caught his neck. Don't do that. Don't let it go down. Don't swallow it. So they're nilakant. 
basically signifies that bad thoughts will come out when you churn your mind. But you don't need to swallow them. You have to stop them. You also don't spit them out. Whatever the ideas come in my life, I should really give one to him, to my boss. You know, he's such an idiot. Well, don't spit it out. <laughs> also don't swallow it. The next time it comes out, stop right there and let it die itself. You know. So this Samudra Manthan is given in Puranas as a, a tool to teach all these philosophical concepts. So Bhagavan said, among the horses I am Uchaisrava, and among the elephants I am Airavat, Naranam Chanaradhipam, and among all the men I am king. We know in the end of the day, king gets what he wants. So among all the men I am king, Ayudhanam Aham Vajram. Another Pauranic story. So as I said, we are taking a tour of Arjuna's world through these verses. And Arjuna did ask, on what form should I be contemplating upon you? He said, in your world, whatever you consider the best. If somebody says, I want to become someone, how do I become? He said, I have a role model in your mind. I fix my role model. That I want to be like him. Then I'll achieve that state. The Bhagavan said, if you want to contemplate on me, and if you can't contemplate on my Nirguna Swarup, find a role model which where you find the divinity and the best among this Prakriti and you will come to me. Ayudhanam aham vajram among the weapons and vajra, thunderbolt. Story as they go again, Devas have lost all the powers, Devas run to the Dechi. They knew he had some special qualities. And they request him. I guess those requests must be pretty difficult, you know. Can you give your board so we can make weapon? See how devas are also so selfish. So therefore, if I become good, that really is not good enough. I can become more and more selfish sometimes. So devas goes to Dadichi and say, give your board. Dadichi very gladly says, that's fine. And they make Vajra, which cannot be destroyed by any other weapon. All other weapons can be send a missile and the anti-missile can destroy missile. No, this one cannot be. Atomic power. Ayudhanam aham vajram. Ultimate. Denunam asmi kamaduk. Again samudramantan. Came out of samudramantan. Kamaduk. Which is kamadeno. Whatever you desire, kamadeno will give. Our mind is our kamadeno. If you know how to get what you want, your mind can bless you. When we think about anybody's accomplished, Bill Gates, what do we really admire about Bill Gates? His wealth? He's the wealthiest person in the world for I don't know how many years. We admire his mind, his intellect. What is most precious in Bill Gates? His intellect and his mind. His mind gave him what he accomplished in his world. So our mind is a kamadhenu. Among all the cow, in our culture, cow is the giver of all that sustain your life. Cow gives milk. We know importance of milk. Everything else in our Indian cuisine 
is associated with milk products. Cow also gives bullocks who works in the field. Cow also energy source. Cow dung. In olden days, the cow dung. Cow also building materials. In villages, the plaster was done with cow dung. So cow was the life-giving entity. And so among all the life-giving cows, I'm Kamadeno. Kamadeno fulfill all your wishes. So our mind is that Kamadeno. Prajanasthyasmi Kandarpaha, among those who create progeny, that continues this life, I'm Kandarpa. Without that instinct in you, there is no procreation. Swamiji says it's not like vegetable kingdom where pollination is done without any intentions. All of our senses are involved when you fall in love with somebody. You want to touch her, you want to hug her, you want to kiss her. All your senses are involved. So Kandarpa, when he hits you with his arrow, it is a fire-tipped arrow. This fire-tipped arrow will electrify all your senses, all five senses. You love that person with all your five senses. That continues this progeny. Sarpanamasmi Vasuki. We have talked about that among the serpents and Vasuki. Vasuki is adornment of Shiva's ring finger. So it is smallest of the snake in Shiva's decorations. <laughs> but it became the churning rod, the longest. You know. So the same concept of Bhagavan says, I'm the smallest of the small and the biggest of the big. The Vasuki signifies that concept that smallest and the biggest is all one and the same. To stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om